Hey everyone, it's Timmy. And Miranda. We're a dear former athlete. We are former athletes on a mission to help others like you improve relationships with your health, your work, and yourself. We're here to cultivate a community that is open to all and wherever you are in this journey is okay. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get to work. Welcome back. To hello, hello. Dear former athlete, the pod. What's going on, people? And I want you all to answer me as if I'm not recording on a podcast. Tell answer me. Answer us in the DMs on Instagram. <laughs> hey, I was feeling this type of way on September 6th when you guys recorded. Yeah, we want to hear all of it. Um, yeah, we just come off Labor Day weekend. We are getting into fall, dare I say. Um, I have not decorated my house yet, but stay tuned because it'll be happening momentarily. I love That's it. Nice. I, I love the fall. Fall is fantastic. As possible. If you know what that's from, I love you. <laughs> um, I do have to give Miranda a little shout out because she got us custom little words project bracelets that say love. DFA. Um, and for any of you that don't know, I am obsessed with little words project. Shout out Adriana Carrig and that whole company. But I came home from the shore and Miranda had gotten matching bracelets for us. So go support little words project. I'll drop their, their link in the, uh, show notes as well, but now I can sport some to your former athlete pride on my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And you all should order them too with yeah. DFA because that's what it's all about. But, um, I know Kim- <laughs> yes, I know Kimmy loves this brand and, um, it's just so awesome when she talks about them and the company and small business and like supporting all of it. That's what we're here for. And the fact that um, this organization means so much to her had to be the way that I said, thank you for everything she's doing to help us get live. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Podcast drop day. So Kimmy was like about to be engaged. I was at a conference in DC cause we're, we live very, um, stagnant lives. We don't do anything else. No, I'm always bored. I just so crochet I like, on the weekends. Yeah. So I was like, what can I do today? I'm going to order us some DFA swag. And it's our first DFA swag. Get ready for more to come, guys. Have no fear. More to come. Go get yourself a DFA bracelet. It's really cute. Support Little Words Project. You heard it here first. And if you're in New Jersey, they just opened um, a new storefront in Pier Village up in Long Branch. uh, Right near actually where Miranda went to school. But very, really cool. I went with some friends from from my college uh, roommates um, this past weekend. So go check it out. I mean, the best gifts ever. And this is now a little word type podcast as well. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, Labor Day weekend, we have so much we want to talk about today. Um, we got a lot of different like layers to it with um, Serena Williams and women's in sports and strength. And that's kind of the spark notes, I guess I'll give it to you. <laughs> yes. Um, she spoiled it, but it's okay. Cause we love a good spoiler. So we're here to talk about the goat today. And I'm not just talking about Kimmy, but we were talking about <laughs> Serena Williams, the goat that she is the legend, the boss. It's honestly unreal. Like the length of her career. Like, I think I was, yeah, I was born the year she started her. Oh my God. The, yep. She began her professional career, which I think is ridiculous to think about. <laughs> Like, I mean, she started before I was alive and she's still yeah, like, what? Like I just, in seeing like some of the, um, little like reels and snippets of her, like first action shot in her first match first like yep. this past one, like 
I was like in absolute awe of just like, what a freaking boss. Like I can't, it's honestly, it, there's not really words to put to it. Like I know I just, I just thought you we were gonna talk about it for a while, but like, I just, I'm so in awe of like and enamored by her being such a kick-ass on the court in her life, with her family. Like there's just, there's, she does it all. She's amazing. And to kind of the, the, the real big topic we wanted to get into with this was just obviously women's sports, like strength comes in all different, um, it shows up in different ways. So like in different sports, you're required different muscles are being used and different, um, I guess like skills and I'm trying to think of the right other words, like yeah. different like ways that sh- strength shows up. And I think she is just one of the ways that strength is like all encompassing in mental strength and like physical strength. I mean, look at her, she's a freaking goat, but I don't know. I just, I was talking to Miranda before we started recording and I was like, I'm just, she's amazing. Like she's. Yeah. Yeah. It, it honestly leaves you speechless. And like, I, I feel the exact same way because thinking about her success and all that she has done one for women's sports, but two in everything else in life as well. Um, she just sets the bar and is just such like a beast, um, in everything in life. So we're here to talk mostly about, um, how strength, like Kimmy said, is portrayed and how it shows up depending on your sport, because different sports require different muscle groups, require different skill sets. So with different, different skill sets comes different stature, sometimes different muscle body, body development, like, um, and like, you always hear people say like, when, which like, we're not a fan of because you shouldn't comment on people's bodies but like you always hear people like talk about young girls or young boys or young kids and it's like oh they're gonna have a build like this they should play this sport so so often we will pigeonhole a short strong woman into gymnastics because of her build or we will um pigeonhole a tall slender male into playing basketball or what like insert whatever stereotype you have in your mind about what a specific athlete for a specific sport is supposed to look like and everything else that comes along with that between training so you physically will develop those muscles but genetics plays a big part like in things Mm -hmm. that we cannot control about our bodies And then you add in all of the media stigmas about what you're supposed to look like as a specific athlete and how unfair that is to our psyche. It's so manipulating. It it literally subconsciously is such a, um, there's so much pressure put on that of like, oh, well, if I'm like, I mean, with women, it's like, oh, if you lift X amount or you do this kind of lift, you're going to get bulky. It's like, that's so not true. And I know I'm not sciencey at all. That's Miranda's zone of genius, but like- strength is incredible. And like, I know, um, any other Peloton users out there, I love what Callie Gullickson will say about like, Oh, the stronger I am, the more Trader Joe's bags I can carry at one time. Like I'm on one trip from my car to my house. Yeah. I haven't taken her class, but now I will. She cracks me up. (laughs) She like, we'll be laughing like, what more Trader Joe's bags on one arm. And I'm like, it's so true that like just being able to obviously translate into, into your life and not just in sports, but with sports, I think it, it's funny thinking about my team, like I, the girls I had played with, we did have quite a variety of, um, height of like a build of like right. different stature and, and all that. And I think 
it was really cool to see, but I don't think that's always common. Um, like I know for sure with, it's not <laughs> with like, even with football positionally that like you're ruled out from certain position. And granted it is totally, I never played football plot twist in case anyone thought that I did. Um, <laughs> but like, it is interesting how people who play certain positions have to be granted they're tackling and offensive linemen. I get it's very different, but it is the assumption and the stereotype of it all, I think is kind of what triggered us to want to talk about this in the podcast. Um, because and it is hard, especially, I mean, especially for women, I think women, not to genderize it, but I think there is a, an emphasis on lifting and strength and, and the bulkiness of it as a negative when I think it's strength is a wonderful thing. A hundred percent. And I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb here because you mentioned O-line and D-line and those types of positions for me hit a different type of trigger because I am so health focused. So instead of seeing, and this, I'm not making a generalization at all, but I'm, I will ask you to put on any NFL game at some point during the fall. And there will be at least one lineman on either team that is overweight. And I'm not knocking people that are overweight, but why on earth would we ever pigeonhole a child or a young adult or somebody who may be struggling with weight into a specific position. Whereas if you have a 14 year old who probably could get a little bit healthier and it's not all about size and I don't mean that at all, but I'm talking about health and we're talking about health longevity wise for life, for physical yeah. health, mental health, all of these things. So now you're taking somebody whose physical health may be somewhat compromised and taxing their mental health by keeping them at this this weight or this size because it fits a specific position and a specific need on a team. And don't get me wrong. I love football, but it's just a, it's, it's a whole different layer that Kimmy and I may not think about on the reg because we played women's sports. Like we don't think about yeah, the psyche of like a male athlete, but that's why we're excited to maybe have people on that played football or that played basketball or any, any guy that was ever told he should play basketball because he's tall. Like, how did you feel? You know what I mean? Yes, it's funny, but did you really feel like you shouldn't be playing the sport that you played because of your height? Or yeah. if people say, like, oh, well, you should have went to college for, for X or Y because you're six foot. And it's like, uh, I like the sport that I played. Like, I liked, right. like, I didn't like those sports or whatever it is. Like, I'm, that's something that person has no control over. And like, yeah. if they, especially when people are so young being recruited to play in college or they're playing in high school, we're so impressionable. And often not very confident where we are at all. So to put these ideals in somebody's mind, as far as what they should be based on their body that they may not have any control over in that moment is like insane when I think about it now. Yeah. I remember reading that. I forget. I was somewhere a while, a few years ago where I was reading this thing about, um, it was a stat. I want to say it maybe been from high school, like out of high school, not out of college, but it was about football players that played like corner and wide receiver and these outside positions that were like speed focused and and when they stopped playing football how much weight they put on because they were either cutting or trying and then the vice versa the linemen leaned out super much because they were not trying to like bulk up when they were actively playing and like literally the opposite ends of the spectrum it was like yeah and and then there's so much obviously that goes into that but i just thought it was an interesting i don't think it was a fact it was like a no i've i've blurb (laughs) personally never heard it in context of one compared to the other, but like, it makes sense, right? Like it's just extremes. Yeah. There's a plethora. We're probably going to do multiple podcasts about 
post-sport weight gain, post-sport weight loss, muscle differentiate, all of that. Today, we're going to focus more on like what it looks like to maybe not feel confident because specifically like we're here to talk to male and female athletes, men and women sports, but specifically to Serena Williams as a, as someone who played women's tennis, like people always had a lot to say about how strong she is and how strong she looks. And it's just something we're not here for because like she's, she's a boss. And like, I think honestly, people are jealous. Yeah. Like Like she's so strong, but like (laughs) there's nothing wrong with how strong she is because anybody that's throwing shade her way, like get, get on a, please compete with her. Please go against her. I would love to witness it. This is a completely unrelated side, side note, but I just had to say it because I love when the Olympics roll around and there's like the thing on Instagram that goes around and it's like, can someone please just put an average person in like the competitions yep. to see how remarkable everybody is. That always honestly, cracks me up because I'm like, what needs to be done? You can, yeah, the extremity, like obviously with the track, like the track relays or the any of the sports that are competing, um, where you see like the, all the trials. Because I know they don't show all the trials for every single sport, but you see like, oh, like the person who came in last, you're like, oh, they look so slow. But like compared to like, Toby laps around me. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be like, uh, I'm not even moving compared to that person. But like, I always like, I always laugh at that because I'm like, it's so true. And even in any, anything, any professional sport, I know, I want to say it's like words with, not words with friends, um, cards against humanity, where it's like one of the cards is you in your current physical position is a starting um, wide receiver in the NFL. And it's like, I would, oh I would just be tackling two seconds. That's so funny. I've never seen that deck. It cracks me up. I play cards against humanity more than I should care to admit, but um, that is so, so entertaining. Such so entertaining. But oh, but no, that. I think it's it was just with um, imagery and like the way that she's portrayed as being like quote unquote like either too strong or ch- the strong shows too much. Like whereas just yeah. because of her build she's remarkable and if anybody tries to take away any of her like incredibleness not a word um it's just it's it's bullshit it's just like it's so frustrating like um again back to the genetics being out of your control like there's some certain things like body types and even like your overall body shape like i could i'm gonna try to word this properly i could probably i could if i was a runner if i like to run i could run like marathons and certain parts of my body will never change because of my right. bone structure and my body mat and like the way that my genes from my mom and dad came together to create me like there's certain things that will just yeah. never change my, my body no matter what i eat no matter how i train no matter i mean yes there's like surgeries that can be done i'm not saying that that's not out there but like just in general if in my control Exactly. certain things won't change and that's fine that I am who I am I'm every person is so unique and individual it's incredible it's why we're all awesome and unique but I think there's like a subconscious layer of society that puts so much pressure on us all looking like certain female athletes or certain people who are muscle tone and these people online and in magazines and stuff like that it's insane I'll get it off really the soapbox <laughs> no it's like this I feel like this whole topic is a soapbox and Um, for those of you that like this resonates with, I think you'll be shouting from the top of your soapbox as well, because it's like so true. And it's just not talked about enough. Um, I think we're getting there and we're starting that conversation. So Kimmy and I aren't sitting here thinking we're revolutionary and talking about this topic, but this is something we want to continue the conversation of because it's got to stop. Like I have 
never said this and I I am not saying this. I want you guys to know this is not coming from me, but people refer to her stature and her build and her muscles as masculine. And I think that that is so taboo to say because one, yeah. you're, you are attaching a gender to it, which is just like inappropriate. And two, bullshit. he's strong. Like who's to say that a woman can't be stronger than a man? Like who, what, what is- Not on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> not up in, not in our house. <laughs> but seriously, it's just like, why do we think that it's okay to comment on her criticize, body, comment yeah. on her physique, and comment on her features instead of her statistics? Like, you put on any college game day, can you tell it's fall if we didn't tell you it's almost there? Opening but- weekend. If you put on college game day or you put on like pregame, whatever, like everything is talking about, they had 16 completions and this many yards and this, you flip to coverage of Serena and you see them commenting on what she's wearing, what she looks like, her family, this and that. I remember in college, not um, for Serena Williams, but I remember writing a paper um, in a class that I had and I was livid because when I played basketball which was only through high school but I loved it I really liked watching Candace Parker so if anybody remembers watching Candace Parker play basketball she's a legend she was so good and she was on the cover of a magazine like and it was only it was like a sports magazine and she was on the cover like with her child and like it was literally only about her being a mom being a wife being this being that and like Granted, I'm here for that, right? Like I want us to celebrate athletes, specifically women that are able to like come back and play and like work their butts off to get back to the level that they were at. But that was not the tone of the article. It was literally only about her off the court life. And I was like, why is nobody commenting on how many records she set, how many wins she led her team to, like all of these other things that you're not, you're not seeing you know, all the men's dirty laundry on the cover of a magazine. You're seeing their stats and their success. Like it really should be like uniform. Like it should be, I mean, we have, we have made strides. We're not, we're not discounting that at all. There's definitely been strides made and awareness about women that are badass in sports, but we got a long way to go. That's basically where we're getting at. We do have a long way to go. Yeah. Um, And I think it's, it's something to be said too about like, even the comment on women's bodies, I think is a whole, like with, in sports, like about someone, like I remember listening to, I think it was one of the gymnastics competitions or something like that. And oh, I'm one, sure one announcer literally said, oh, this girl's a little bit thicker than the rest of them. And the girl had like a 9.8. And I was like, and who the hell cares if like, who doesn't matter what her, if she's look at what the score is. Like, oh my God. I just want, I was infuriated. And I think though, I want to say, I don't know which which game or competition this was, so don't come after me. But the woman next to him, I think, one made a comment after they, they posted her score, like, hmm, does thickness matter? It was like something yeah. sarcastic. And I was like, hell oh yeah. Oh my God, good. Like, as someone I've always had, like, I have very muscular thighs. I played a sport that was literally a squat the entire time you we were competing. So it's like that kind of hit, struck a nerve with me because I was like, dude, shut up. Thick thighs save <laughs> lives. Okay. Hell yeah. If you haven't heard it before, <laughs> I leaned in for this. 
thick thighs save lives. Okay. I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, but like, I just, ugh, I, just, I know gears. with my own struggles, like when I would see, um, you know, we spent a lot of time on the track when I was training as a soccer player, but like, good memes. but like we weren't <laughs> track runners. Right. So it's like, you're on the track doing your workout next to the cross country runner yep. who, whose two legs were my one thigh. <laughs> And like, I felt like something was wrong with me, right? Like, yes, they couldn't have given her a soccer ball and she couldn't have kicked it 60 yards like I could. But that's not what we see when you're the one that's dealing with this. Yeah. And I can't imagine, I mean, again, I think Serena is a BAMF, a GOAT, a whatever acronym we're going to give her. Um, But like- And as much strength as I know she has inside from years of dealing with this crap, like deep down, we all know that something at some point bothered her, right? Because she's human and we're all human. And that's why we're here because we want to talk about these things and say like, yeah, it's terrible that these people are commenting on, on her body and her strength, but we all know how that feels, whether it was done externally or whether it's just done from us because we've all been there. We've all compared ourselves to a different sport athlete that has a totally different body. Like you, your idea, Kimmy, of like what you think might be like a good athlete physique might be totally different than mine. And that's crazy. And it's true. It's, it's, it's something that is a good thing. Like it, no one, no ideal should, I mean, the word ideal obviously is like up in the air, but like it should never be like the same. Everyone has different, the same way people have different goals and stuff all different female and male athletes and non-binary athletes honestly are incredible in their own ways. Like, I think it's, but it's just, it's the, the commentary it has, it has to just like knock it off. Like, I don't know. I think it's, it's something that's so frustrating because like, like you were saying, even if it's something that's external or internal, or even like subtle comments that necessarily aren't a very direct jab hence the word subtle that's what subtle means Kimmy um those I remember like certain things during college that like it was subtle but it was either comments from my coach or comments from like other people in the university and it was like shut up (laughs) like not like I don't want to hear like any of I don't know I just we could spiral on this but it's just yeah and it's just really hard because it's like you're having that constant internal dialogue at least I mean I don't want to speak some people are very, very confident in their bodies and in their strength and in their sport and everything. And kudos to you because that's what I'm chasing after. It's something I still deal with after I, again, another podcast for another day, but I gained weight. I've lost weight. I've put weight back on like everything from when I have graduated. And it's like something we constantly deal with. And we, we constantly as former athletes deal with this feeling that we have to remain looking like that athlete that we were. And it's just not feasible unless like we've talked about in previous podcasts, we train at that level again. And it's like that in and of itself is something to deal with. But I just think about the years and years of other people commenting on our bodies, people like picking what sport we're supposed to play based on our bodies at young ages, mind you, before we're even fully developed and fully grown. And then you think about growing up with those stories in your head, developing, thinking about what you 
feel about yourself is based on your body, which part of it you can't control because part of it's genetics. So we're determining our worth because of what we look like. Yeah. There's a lot wrong with that. And can I run with it, Kimmy? I'm sorry. No run. Go with it. And it's like, I just feel like we have talked about this in other podcasts as well. And it's not something that's ever going to go away, but we determine our worth by our success in our sport. And that is something we carry our entire lives. And that is something that has to adjust once we're no longer playing our sport, because our sense of worth is attached to something that we no longer do on a daily basis. So I thought that I was great because I played soccer and because I was good at soccer. Now I no longer play soccer daily. So now I have to find something else that proves to me that I am worthy of blah, 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 or proves to me that I am good enough to still work out, still take care of my health, still be loved, still be this, whatever. And it's all stories. But when you add another layer and you think about it from the frame of context of somebody else commenting on your body, you are now deemed worthy based on again, potentially genetics, which you have no control over or your shape or your weight or your height, or again, a bunch of things that you have little control over. And then you're getting it in your mind that you're going to play a specific sport based off of that, which then in turn becomes your, your purpose of your purpose in life and where you stem your worth from that we now have to untie and dissect and everything else down the line because now you don't do any of it anymore so what did it really matter how tall I was how thin I was how strong I was that's that hit home (laughs) no that's spot on it's yeah (laughs) I'm like sweating but like (laughs) this is where I'm like so excited and so grateful and feel so lucky to even have created this platform for ourselves because I'm literally discovering this in real time with you guys, right? Like I took that a different layer and a level deeper than I have thought to myself. And I know I rambled. I'm sorry. I know that that was a lie. If, if it was difficult to follow, just stick with us because I will, I promise I will try to be more concise and more clear with my thoughts moving forward. But just this idea that like, we already know that we deal with feelings of worthiness after we no longer play our sport, losing our sense of purpose, those I'm using interchangeably. So we feel like we are a specific sport player and then our purpose is gone when we're no longer playing. And then to add another layer of like that with your body image, because everybody else wanted to say that you're super strong. So you should play this sport or you're short and stocky. So you should do this or you're tall and thin. So you should do this. Like that's predetermined for us. And then sets the stage for potentially the rest of our lives until maybe until you listen to this podcast and realize you have a choice in how you feel about it. It's I don't kind know. Of a, it's kind of a mind fuck. It really is. It, it is. And it's my mind's I, swirling right now. And I just said all of that. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you though. It's, it's something that's like, I also off of that topic or off of that sentiment, I, something that always kind of bugged me too, was when comments we made of like, Oh, that person looks so fit. Oh. And it's like fitness also shows up in so many different ways. And like, 
the way that you can be an endurance athlete and have different strength here or versus being like super strong and, and quick off your first step. Like there's so many elements of it, but by saying that, like, because I wasn't a size two, I didn't look fit. Right. That's for the birds. That, that shit is not, not going to fly here. Like that was always really frustrating for, for me. I, I remember getting feedback one time from a, um, not a coach that I had, but like a evaluation type of coach. And they were like, Oh, well, the other girls like look fitter than you. And I was like, but how, how did I play? Oh, I scored. Oh, I scored a certain goal. Oh, okay. So how did I, how did I show up on paper and stats and stuff? Oh, okay. So I, I still competed to the same, if not a better level, but because I didn't fit into a size small skirt, we wear kilts and feel like you, for those that don't know that that's how you're judging this evaluation. Oh, cause I don't look the part. I'm sorry. Is this a game, a game of looks or is it a game of sport? It's a game of thrones. Yeah. It's a game of thrones. <laughs> but I see it just like, I remember that feedback. It was like a dumb summer type of thing, but I just remember that like, is insane. Screw, screw you. <laughs> No. And like, that's really hitting home because I used to fit was a very big buzzword at my school and fitness. And I'm sure it was for everybody. I'm sure this isn't like groundbreaking, but it was something, it was a word I didn't hear as much until I got to college. Like we always said, at least when I was growing up, like, Oh, are you in shape? Like, are you like in playing shape in game shape? shape? Yeah. In running shape. We didn't use the word fit. So when I got to college, I have a lot of heartburn around the word fit because I'm, I'm realizing again, groundbreaking revelations on the podcast. <laughs> in action. Um, it's in action. Um, fit was a buzzword for us. And like, when my coach said I was fit, I felt better about myself. Said that I looked fit. Yeah. It was a, it was a self-esteem thing and an ego thing. I mean, same for me. It was like, it was it was context and, and vocabulary that that meant you were more valuable on the team. Right. But I'm realizing, like, I have said that about people. Like I've said, Oh, so-and-so looks fit. Or like, even when you notice like people lose weight or whatever. And like, I'm very touchy because I try to not comment if somebody has lost weight. Like, I don't want to say like, Oh, you look good because what if they didn't lose the weight healthfully, whatever, all of these right. things. And they that... looked great before too. Like that. I think exactly. I'm in complete exactly. agreement with you right now. So I try to be really cognizant of that stuff now because you just never know what somebody else is, is dealing with. Um, but I think before I got to the realization I'm at now, I used to like think to myself like, Oh, they look fit, but that's only defined by what I determine is fit looking. Yep. So you might have a totally different idea of what fit looks like. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's true. Everyone's perception of it is differently. Or is but different. yet everybody wants to go labeling Serena Williams as masculine <laughs> because she's got bigger guns than most of you guys. I want, I want to see someone, someone who has ever commented negatively about that woman go on the court, please. Actually, I would, that would be a good TV show. People I who talk shit on Serena Williams versus Serena Williams on in tennis court. I might it's have one better, Kimmy. I want them to arm wrestle her. <laughs> Oh my God. Just, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even still like sit down. Wash somebody's head like a pimple. If you guys could it's see this so right now, I'm attempting strong. to flex. Um, like squash somebody's head in like in between her bicep and her forearm. I just love like the people who get it on uh, online and just like trolls. Yeah, there's, there's so much. And, and I, I think, that, like I said, like the, some of the people that we've mentioned before from Peloton community and different things are really g- good about shedding light on some of this BS yes. um, and like 
taking down, breaking down the verbiage that like, oh, lifting weights makes you bulky and, and bulky is not strong or whatever crap is out there. Um, but I just think there is a long way to go. So us talking about it and constantly kind of bringing up different ideas about this, is it going to be hopefully helpful for someone listening who maybe hasn't heard it enough and doesn't know that like their strong is beautiful and their strong is amazing and their strong is unique to them and their asset. Like I think everyone has their own kind of combination of whether it's body makeup and muscles or whatever and genetics and speed and all the different elements in the recipe, but it's all awesome. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like, I get frustrated when it's compared against some arbitrary standard that is made up and honestly, probably by some middle-aged man, (laughs) but I, I don't know. I just think we all have uh, a long way to go with, with the way that we talk about this kind of stuff. And yeah, that's my, my, uh, my rant. So. No, I love it. I think, I think just like you said, like any strength is beautiful, mental strength, physical strength, however it shows up for you, whether it's you're able to squat 300 pounds or whether you're able to run for three hours, like strength is strength is strength is strength and it's all beautiful and it all serves its own purpose and it all served a specific purpose to make you successful in the sport that you played and it's it's still there if your muscles are smaller now if your pants are a little bit bigger now like listen it's all good like the everything that we have learned as athletes developing our physical strength is now present in our mental strength as humans now 100%. after sport and that's just camouflage is in a different way it's in a different showing up in a different light um whether it is in your personal life and professional life and whatever you, your hobbies are like there's different ways that it's now transformed and it's definitely still within us i completely agree with you on that and i think everyone has um their own i don't want to say like way that they now utilize it but I think it's it's cool because I think like I've seen people who had a child and then came back and were not even the same sport they played but just like in a different way active that they found a whole new strength that they were like excited to take on with their with their daughter and I think that it's really cool that strength is ever evolving and just like I said just because we we don't go to practice every day and um suit up in our uniforms and stuff like that or leotards or whatever it is that you wear um ones uh singlets yeah um i think it's it's cool that like your armor shows up in a different in a different way now that we're no longer on a roster anywhere 110 percent, and i think that it takes a different degree of like that next level mindset training and that next level like focus to awareness and discover where it shows up for you because it's still there. Like you have a hard day at work and you want to just go home and do nothing. But instead you come home and get a workout in because you know, it's going to make you feel better. Mental strength. You like push through and like deal with what you need to do. Mental strength. You recognize that you need to come home and lay on the couch because that's what you need. That is strength to not fall back into, Oh, I have to do all of these things. Like your strength will show up for you 
it might not be in your, on your back on a squat rack anymore as much as it used to be, but I promise you it's still there. And we're here to help you discover where it is and how it shows up for you now in your life post-sport. Mic drop. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, this is a, like we mentioned on like the intro part, this is a very safe space for male, female, non-binary athletes of all, of all degrees. And I think whether you put in high school, whether you put in college, whether you put after college in some either um, professional or semi-pro league, like we, we want this to be a space that you feel empowered to figure out where that strength is and how it's showing up for you. Um, cause the athlete in us, like we, I mean, we mentioned this in the first episode, but so if you've been listening along, this is redundant, but <laughs> the, the way that we were athletes and that was our identity for so long, it's like, that doesn't just go away. So neither does the strength. So we have this, the word former is kind of a, we're using like a little bit of a pun here is like, you may be a former athlete, but it, you're, it's still in you, like breaking down that like societal word that it's a negative thing or like it's in the past, but it's, it's part of us. It's all all encompassing and like who we are and mindsets there, the emotional, mental, physical strength, like certain parts of it are never going to go away. And it's, it's a really cool thing. Love it. Thank you guys for, thank you for, yeah, everyone has been so awesome. We've gotten some really great messages from you guys, um, supporting the pod. Um, if you do enjoy it, like please go on Spotify or uh, Apple podcast and give us an overview. I don't think you can rate on Spotify. So go on Apple podcast. We're obviously new at this. Um, but give us a, um, a five-star rating and sharing it with your friends, with your old teammates, with your current teammates, with your coaches, with, yeah, with people, you know, I, I know, like I had a friend reach out and say that like she, someone she works with used to be an assistant coach or something. So there's so many people who we want, want to hear this and we want to share this with. So maybe you, <laughs> maybe you're in a relationship where your spouse or your significant other didn't play a sport and maybe they have no idea where you're coming from when you're mm, dealing with this stuff, point. share it with them because they might not that we're, you know, explaining this so much better than you could so but articulately. It just might be a different story, a different way that somebody else could hear it. Um, and just shed a little bit of light and give you a little bit more grace in your struggles so that they can be there for you and support you the way that you need it. Yeah. I, um, I'm really excited about where this is going. We have, like I said, we have so many really cool things we want to dive into. We have some really awesome guests that we have lined up. So stay tuned for some, um, some guest episodes out out, coming out soon. Um, And yeah, share us on Instagram and Apple and Spotify. And we'll see you when we're back. Uh, Tune in next time. Getting to work.